The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. He replied, What do you wish me to do for you? He answered him, Grant that in your glory we may sit one at your right and the other at your left. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? They said to him, We can. Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right or at my left is not mine to give. But it's for those whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at James and John. And Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I got what I asked for, the flu. Now, why would anybody ask for the flu? Well, one of the priests uh, in the community a couple years ago got the flu, and we said to him, don't worry about anything. We got you covered. We'll do the masses, the reconciliation services, all your appointments, schedule. You just get better. So after about five days, I'm thinking to myself, gee, it must be nice just to sleep in, you know, late in the morning and, and get to take naps in the afternoon and have soup delivered to your door. I want to get the flu. So I got what I asked for, but it wasn't what I had in mind. The symptoms were so uncomfortable that I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't take naps during the day. I couldn't eat. And, uh, of course, when you can't sleep, the, the flu gets worse. And so I ended up in the emergency room and the doctor, the attending Physician said to me, what do, you, what do you need? And I never thought I would ever hear the words pass my lips. Codeine. I need codeine. <laughs> so he gave me oh, just a taste, just enough for one night. And that night I slept beautifully and the flu went away. Now all during that time while I had the flu, I never asked God one time, 
to take the flu away or to take the symptoms away or to, to give me something that would relieve the, 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 uh, the uncomfortable feeling or make, to help me to get to sleep. And the reason why I never asked God to help me with the flu was because I wanted to save the request for something bigger. You see, I believe that the request should match the, the potential of the giver. So let me give you an example of that. There was a very successful businessman came to me once and said, Brother Peter, do you, do you need anything for the church? I said, no, I'm fine. But if something comes up, I'll give you a call. Well, a couple of years later, the, the uh, facade, the front of the church started to deteriorate. And so I gave him a call and he offered a matching gift, which helped me got through the project. And so, the, so what I did is I waited, see, I waited for my request to match the potential of the giver. Now, in the gospel, Jesus turns to the two of his apostles, James and John, and asks them this wonderful question, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> well, what a great question to, uh, that God can ask us. And James and John wanted seats. They wanted seats at the right and the left. They wanted very prestigious seats, seats where they can bask in glory. See, see that. Uh, see, I I don't get that. I don't get that because Jesus had just given all of them the twelve disciples seats at the thrones of the tribes of Israel. They had seats, but no, they weren't good enough. They wanted better seats. They wanted higher seats, more prestigious seats. On the very next passage, the gospel we're going to hear next week. Jesus runs into a blind man, Bartimaeus, and he asks him the exact same question. What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man answered, I want to see. And Jesus gave him his sight. He honored the request. And after he received his sight, he did something great. He did something he could never do before. He followed him. He followed Jesus. And that's what we want to ask God. When God ever asks us that question, we want to ask him something so that we could do something that we could never be able to do before. Now, as Jesus, not long after, was dying on the cross, there was a, two thieves that were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. Both of them had requests. One of them wanted to be taken down from the cross so we can continue to live life. The other one, however, had a better request. He asked for eternal, eternal life because he wanted to use eternal life for something special, to do something really great. He wanted eternal life so he could spend the rest of eternity with his Lord and his King. Michael Jordan is arguably the greatest basketball player. And one of the reasons why is because of his fate, his, uh, the, 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 uh, the jumper fader. That he fades, uh, and let me explain what that is. The fadeaway jumper, if I jump in the air, I can only do one thing, and that's come back down to earth. And when Michael Jordan does the fadeaway jumper, he jumps up in the air. An amazing thing, he can change the position of his body. He can reach around, he can uh, a player, he can, uh, turn, he can uh, twist and turn his body to fake out the opponent. I thought only cats could do that. 
Now, I could ask Michael Jordan, gee, that's, that's a really special basketball trick. I says, I'd like to learn it. And he could probably tell me how he does it. But he could never actually give me the skill to be able to do it. Otherwise, I'd be in the NBA right now. My brother plays the trumpet. He's really pretty good at it. And, uh, but he can't give me that skill. He can't just say, my, brother, my other brother, he's an artist. As you can, and he's, he's a terrific artist. But he can't just give me that skill and where I can do the same kind of art stuff that he does. No one can do that. No one can, we cannot give our skill to anybody else except one person. One person is able to give skills, and that's God. And that's what we want to ask for. Skills that we're not able to do that can help us to do better things for others. So always remember... Always let the request, if God ever asks you that question, what do you want me to do for you? Make sure that your request matches the potential of the giver.